Lara, are you ready for an adventure? Yes, Leo, let's go! I'm gonna go full steam, I'm gonna chase my dreams. I feel so alive, I'm gonna live a big life. Big life. The Big Life Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. We create engaging resources to help kids develop a growth mindset so they can face life's challenges with confidence. Come check out our journals, printable kits, and posters at BigLifeJournal.com. Big Life Kids. Get surprises delivered to your inbox. Subscribe to our email list at BigLifeJournal.com. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, I can make it. I just gotta go meet a friend first. Who's Pad? Leo! Oh, how did you meet him again? Oh, no, we go way back. It's it's kind of a long story. Uh, listen, I gotta go. I'll see you tonight. See you soon. Okay. Thirteen more blocks, and I should be perfectly on time. Why am I never perfectly on time? Wait, 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 wait. Hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. Thanks, buddy. Hey, Zara. Uh, I'm on my way. I'm a little late, but I'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Hey, Leo. I figured you'd probably be running a little late, or running on Leo time, as you used to say. So I factored that in when I left this morning. Anyway, see you soon. Hi, this is Leo. Hey, where are you? I can't come to the phone right now, so leave a message, and I'll get back to you in uh, eight to ten working days. Beep. Leo, nobody does voicemail anymore. <laughs> uh, are you here yet? I'm over by the, uh... Leo, I can't hear you. You're breaking up. Uh, can you hear me now? No. Can you hear me now? Not at all. Uh, yeah, yeah. How about now? Uh, nope, still can't hear you. Wait a minute. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Where are you? Uh, I'm near the edge of the park, next to some really tall grass. Uh, I'm also near some really tall grass. <laughs> mm. uh, if one of us climbs a tree, maybe we can spot the other. Uh, I could try. <sighs> <sighs> My knees aren't what they used to be. I'm almost 30 years old, you know. <sighs> and they said being an adult would be fun. Uh, so far, it's been mostly work, taxes, and saying let's meet up for coffee and then never doing it. Oh, there you are. Zara! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <clears throat> Uh, it, it was a clown. <laughs> Thanks, Leo. She had a really stylish jacket on. I think you'd like it. Why did we choose to meet in a place with no landmarks at all? The, the park was the landmark. I didn't think we get lost inside. Oh, Leo, you haven't changed at all. Oh! What is it? Either I found another clown, or I found you. Just like my mom. And 
you have a, a beard, just like my dog. <laughs> Actually, it was really difficult to grow and super itchy. It took me years. It looks like a beard. You have a mohawk and it's purple. Well, you know, I always like to stand out. Uh, it suits you. Thanks, Leo. Hey, congratulations on discovering that new species of two-headed aquatic animal, by the way. I saw you on the news. Did you see what I named it? The Believe Mobilis Fantasticus, in honor of our adventures. Best name for a fish ever. Right? The other scientists didn't think so. Something about it being unprofessional. I knew you'd like it. I love it. And what about you? Your graphic novel, your video game, your... World record for eating the most M&Ms with chopsticks while blindfolded? I didn't know about that one. Uh, congratulations? Uh, thank you. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've done as an adult? Uh, well, I bought a house. Uh, but the weird part is that it's just a normal house. Not a single secret staircase or Believe-Mobile workshop or automatic dessert dispenser in sight. Just a front door, some closets, and a kitchen. I know exactly what you mean. I bought a car, and it doesn't fly or anything. Just four wheels and a tiny trunk. <laughs> it's like, what's the point if you can't use it to enter the upper atmosphere and get into trouble with bird traffic control? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We know why we're here. <clears throat> Let's get started. We've got a time capsule to dig up. Let's do it. It's deeper than I remember it. There it is. Finally! Look at all this stuff. Oh, here's a pizza box from that time we helped run the pizza delivery service from the old lighthouse we used to live in. <laughs> Zara, Leo, thank cheesy crosses you're here. Oh, man. No pizza inside. You'd think we would have left a snack for ourselves. That might be a good thing. My ice skates from the ice skating competition I didn't win. And here's a recording of the time you DJed at a beach party in the Bahamas. <laughs> DJ Spinster in the house! <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. <gasps> one of my famous jam jars! Ooh, here's the nature documentary we shot in the Serengeti. You remember that one? Kali Kakuku Kadogo, Kakaka Kali Kakuku Kadogo, Kakaka Kali Kakuku Kadogo, Oh, and a single chocolate chip cookie. What's that from? We did leave treats for ourselves. Do you think it's still good to eat? Leo? Oh. Mm. It's not. I don't suppose there's any water? Hey, look at this. <clears throat> what is it? Beats me. It's very spiky. Huh. But at the same time, kind of slimy. Which adventure is this from? When we went to the moon for the greatest intergalactic disco of the century? Mm, nah. We have the keys to the International Space Station in here from that one. Hmm. Could it be from that time we met the Loch Ness Monster? Don't think so. Uh, how about the orangutan incident? <sighs> Beats me. Well, I guess we'll never know. We went on so many adventures as kids, I can't even count them. Ooh. 
What is this? Leo, no! Oh! <laughs> it's a glitter bomb from Good Vibes Only Land! <laughs> we love happy. 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 We love happy. Oh, I miss going on adventures with you, Leo. <sighs> I miss it too. So what do we do now? We could split the things up and take them with us? Or we could bury them again for another life form to open? Yeah, that would... That would take a while. What's wrong, Leo? You know, it's just... You're moving overseas. I'm starting a, a new job. Who knows when we'll see each other again. It feels like the end of an era. But Leo, we'll always have our friendship... It exists even when things change. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Leo. <laughs> what? Want to hear a story for old time's sake? It's a really cool one. Okay. Hit me. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> it's about a person who went to the top of the world and then faced up to the biggest challenge of his entire life. Imagine yourself taking an ice-cold breath of mountain air. Colorful Tibetan prayer flags gently blow in the wind. The world is quiet, and you have arrived at the snowy peak of Mount Everest. Reaching the top of the world's highest mountain was a big moment for Eric Weinmayer. But little did he know, it wouldn't be his greatest achievement on the face of the Himalayas. Growing up in New Jersey in the United States, Eric was a happy, adventurous kid. When he was a baby, Eric was diagnosed with retinoschisis, a rare eye disease that would unfortunately cause him to lose his vision. By the time Eric was 15, he was completely blind. He hated being blind, but not because he was afraid of the darkness. It was because he was afraid of being forgotten and pushed to the side. He had to learn new ways of seeing the world, something that became one of his biggest strengths. Eric wasn't going to let blindness stop him from doing what he wanted to do. Eric loved cycling, football, and basketball, and even joined his high school wrestling team. The other wrestlers tried to take it easy on him, but Eric didn't let them. He wrestled with every bit of his strength and proved to his teammates that he was just as strong as them. After becoming a wrestling champion, Eric was ready for a new challenge. He first gave rock climbing a shot at blind camp. As he climbed, Eric visualized the shape of the rocks and the crevices in his mind. On the final day of camp, Eric completed a full climb up and down the rock face without his instructor's help. He was hooked. Over the years, Eric built a life of adventure. He whitewater rafted through the Grand Canyon, skied down black diamond slopes, and eventually became the first blind person in history to reach the top of Mount Everest. But when he received a letter from Sabria, a blind German woman teaching blind kids in the mountains of Tibet, he felt like a coward. He'd been so focused on doing things for himself while Sabria was helping kids who had been pushed aside by their communities. 
Eric wanted to step up and get involved. Together, Eric, Sabria, and their team of mountain guides decided to take six of the kids from the blind school on the adventure of a lifetime. They would climb Loch Paris, a 23,000-foot peak right next to Mount Everest. There would be three boys and three girls, Kila, Sonam Bumsto, Tashi, Jen Shen, Da Chung, and Tenzin. Once they had committed to the mission, the training began. Mountain climbing is an experience that involves your whole body. The scary part is reaching out and not knowing what you're going to find there. But this was a feeling that these kids have been dealing with their entire lives. By learning to trust each other, listen carefully, and remain focused on their goal, they felt fearless and ready to face the challenge ahead. When they began the trek, everyone was in good spirits, singing, laughing, and helping each other along the dusty path. But soon, the altitude began to take effect. Tashi started to feel too sick to drink water, and Sonam Bumsto had a headache so bad that she couldn't talk. Kila had a very bad headache too. What should the team do? Eric and the team decided to stop climbing higher. They were already very close to the top, so they chose to give their muscles a break and play some games on the mountain. And so the six friends went exploring together. They discovered a secret ice fortress with huge stalactites that made cracking sounds like ice swords. They built the biggest thing they could imagine, a snow elephant. Tenzin even wrote his name in the snow so that other mountain climbers could read it. He said that just by imagining the view, they were able to expand their minds. When the six friends, their guides, Eric and Sabria, eventually came down from the mountain, they felt exhausted, but elated. They had discovered that their bodies could do superhuman things if they wanted them to. Better yet, they had made friends for life and proved to their village that they were strong fighters. There will always be challenges and changes in our lives that feel bigger than us. Blindness felt bigger than Eric until he opened his heart and mind and stepped out of his fear of being forgotten. If your life ever takes a different turn or a change that you didn't plan for, you can always find a new way to have fun. At times, you might get tired, hurt, sick, or injured, but that's no reason to give up. There will always be games you can play by yourself or with friends. Who knows, maybe one day you'll discover your own ice fortress or build a snow elephant or write the letters of your name on top of the world. <sighs> Man, I've missed those epic stories. Everything is changing so fast, but in a way, that's kind of awesome. And think about it. What do all of our memories have in common? Hmm. Nothing ever turned out the way we expected. And each adventure was spectacularly different. True. Things were always changing for us back then. 
and they're still changing now. Exactly. This is just another stage of life. <laughs> You're right, Zara. As usual. <laughs> <sighs> still, I'm gonna miss you, Big Z. Yeah, that nickname will never catch on. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you too. You're my best friend. Forever and always. Oh, hug like a bug in a hot chocolate mug. <sighs> Good luck for the future. <laughs> you too. Hey, uh, speaking of the future, remember when we tried to turn the Bleedmobile into a time machine? Oh, yeah. What happened with that? There isn't anything in the time capsule about it, is there? I think we'd know if we'd figured out how to make a time machine. Plus, we would have had to come up with a way to make sure we got back. Like putting a timer on it? Yeah. Oh, my stomach feels kind of funny. Mine too. Oh, oh no. Leo? What's happening? Oh, man. I don't feel so good. I definitely should not have eaten a 20-year-old cookie. <sighs> Leo! What? You're a kid again! Zara! So are you! <sighs> I guess we did manage to turn the Believe Mobile into a time machine. Leo? What's wrong? I thought you'd be happy that we're kids again. I am happy. And sad. Bad. I'm excited for all the changes we're going to experience in the future. Together and apart. Me too, Leo. Me too. <sighs> Growing up is going to be an adventure all on its own. It is. But until then, we have tons of places to visit. Mythical creatures to discover. And delicious food to eat. And we'll get to do it together! Woohoo! <laughs> Leo, can you do me a favor? Sure. Please don't grow a beard. Fine by me. If I wanted to be that itchy, I'd take a bath with pickles. Can I ask you something? Go ahead. Please do get a mohawk. Deal. <laughs> hey, I have an idea. Yeah? We should plant a time capsule. Can we plant it somewhere other than a giant park? How about the bottom of the ocean? That should be easier to find. <laughs> Come on, Zara. Let's go exploring. <laughs> Big Life Kids, you can listen to more fun stories about kids just like you. Meet Leah, Felix, Bonnie, Raj, Jennifer, Michael, and the rest of the gang from the Urbana Gardens Chronicles. Ask your parents to go to BigLifeStories.com today. Big Life Kids podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. Go to BigLifeJournal.com and use promo code BIGLIFEKIDS to get your growth mindset journal with a 15% discount. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. See you in the next episode. Big